everybody, welcome back to the common room. And tonight we are joined by the lovely ladies from Pentecostal Lamb Hong Kong School. Hi, everyone. Hi. Uh, and here they are introducing themselves. Um, I'm Stephanie from Pentecostal Lamb Hong Kong School, and I'm come from Class 5D. Yes, I'm Casey, and I'm come from Class 5D too. Hi, I'm Toby, and I also come from Class 5D. All right, thank you so much for joining us. We've got all girls in the house, and we're going to talk about girls. Right, what an amazing topic that you guys have chosen. I mean, first of all, coming to you all living in Hong Kong as girls, do you think that there's a huge imbalance in terms of girls' rights versus guys' rights? Yes, there is definitely um, a bias on girls and. One of the examples of gender inequality is women's underrepresentation at the public sphere is a case in point. And by virtue of common division labor of families, and women have been attributed to a caregiver role. A 2016 statistical report found that women still do 15% more unpaid work at home than men. Now that women were responsible for household work, and then they had much less time and visibility to partake in full-time jobs. And those women in the workforce are generally only seen in part-time positions. Women are burdened with healthy workload at home. This limits their chances of developing a professional career. Without a professional career, and females also lack political representation. The society needs more female perspective. However, as of June 2019, only 11 women were serving as head of state. Women are still grossly underrepresented in government and in political process. Prevailing fields of women are caretaker and mother, and they don't go to work. And this caused women not to have uh, opportunities to represent themselves in public, like workplace and government. Therefore, uh, women's underrepresentation at the public sphere is contributed to the issue of gender bias. Right. I completely agree with you. I think there are so many places in the world that is still absolutely tipped towards the male seem to have a bigger voice in many, many different industries and yes. fields. I think in Hong Kong, for example, we are one of the very rare cities where we have CE, who is a woman, or places like New Zealand, where you have Jacinda, my true hero, <laughs> to be the head of the entire country, which is fantastic. Let's hope for more of that happening in the future. Now, Casey, you mentioned something about women's biological setting you know we are the ones who would carry babies who would literally yeah. take us out of work for a while if not for a long time and i think um stephanie you've also got a little bit of research on that maternity reason why women don't seem to have the same rights sure um for me i concerned about uh, the pregnant women um pregnant women are often victims of gender inequality as they are associated with negative gender bias which contribute to disrespectful treatment the mistreatment include facing insult ignore discrimination and verbal and physical abuse many pregnant women lack means to process the high quality maternal health include attend no cares that is crucial for their survival 
survival and their newborns. Believe the gender norms hidden women's ability to assess the utilized services. Women are expected to remain quiet and respond to discriminatory actions that remain to their experience. Gender social norms equate men with great decision-making power, which limited women from seeking appropriate maternity and pro reproductive services. For instance, mistreatment is often normalized by society when women are not empowered to make or participate in their own health decisions. They are less likely to seek care. All right. As a woman of two young daughters, I can tell you that uh, a part of that is absolutely true. And I can also tell you that Hong Kong seems to have a sort of better balance in terms of that. But I mean, physically, with a huge belly, there are lots of jobs that we can do during a pregnancy. That's a given. And also post-birth, you're supposed to be, if you want breastfeeding, then it limits you to, oh, I don't want to bore you with the details, but <laughs> it does take a lot more time to physically cater to a newborn if you want to, than a man could potentially do just for biological reasons. Well, the good thing is there are a lot of men who are now stepping up, taking much more of a stay-at-home dad role, if not even being more hands-on, with the entire newborn experience. So let's pray for more men like that to come into the world for a better balance. Now coming to Toby, you are coming in with a complete different research. Share your research to us with the child marriage situation. Oh, yes, in Ethiopia, there are more than 40% of girls are victim of child marriage. That girls are married very early so that they can lighten their family financial burden. And because they need to stay home for housework, taking care of children, and they drop out from school, therefore, lots of girls in Ethiopia are in a low education level. In this vicious circle, they cannot earn money because of a lack of knowledge. And also, according to the United Nations Children Fund, around the world, around 70,000 girls aged 15 to 19 each year from pregnancy, childbirth. And the United Nations Popular Fund believes that pregnancy is the leading cause of death in this age group, while childbirth complication and unsafe abortion are the primary factors. Also, girls who are forced to marry early also high risk of like STD or HIV infection because it is quite difficult for them to negotiate safe sex with their husbands. Wow, that is heavy and that is the hard truth that we need to face. I mean, it's hard for us here in Hong Kong to imagine that happening to us because if we have you know different cultures and a different situation, but that is something that we definitely should pay attention to and raise awareness for. Now, I know that this may seem to be a huge question, but according to you guys, you know, you guys as girls too, how do you think we can change the future so that we can strive for a better, more equal rights in the world? Um, in my view, um, first we can conduct lessons at schools and to empower young girls since children are the pillars of the future in societies. Therefore, the education is the most important thing. At school, we teach the boys and girls about the gender equality concept. And first, we educate them with a uh, division of labor in a family, like um, 
girls can actually do the man jobs. They can go to work, and the boys can uh, stay at home too and cooking for the children and take care of them. Um, therefore, uh, we can teach the next generation that uh, everyone is equal. Domestic work uh, should not only confine to females, but also uh, all the family members. And uh, we can teach the boys and girls basic basic housekeeping knowledge. Um, in order to get rid of the gender stereotypes, uh, they will go up and perform a fair uh, division labor in the family, uh, such as our children. If they understand this concept, uh, when they grow up and have their own children, which is our uh, grandson or granddaughter, uh, they can still understand the concept of gender inequalities, and they can do whatever they want when they grow up, and everyone has the same rights to choose. And therefore, the education is very important uh, nowadays. Absolutely. So keep talking about it. Keep bringing up questions. I think that is so important. Just a fun question. Does any of you have a brother? Oh yes, I have. Yes, um, I have. Okay, here it is. So I want to ask you: within your household, do you get different treatment compared to your brother? Um. Okay. Yes, and I do most of the housework. Really, my brother? Yes. That's and so stereotypical. Okay. Me also, also a stereotype. Yeah. Girls take the domestic role, and boys think it's more clever than girls. What? Many people believe this. So sad about it. <laughs> oh, that's so um, unfair. How about for Casey? Oh, this, uh, this Toby's situation has happened to me too. Um, my mom uh, always told me to uh. Cooking for dinners or clean the house, wrap the floor. But my little brother and they, he don't need to do anything, and he just uh, lie on bed and uh, play his phone. And I, I think it's uh, it's crucial for girls to do all the uh, household work. In. I can tell how frustrated you both feel. I mean, Stephanie, you also got a big shock reaction. Oh uh, well. yeah, because um, I just have an elderly sister that uh, let me feel so happy in my house, which I don't need to do that a lot of housework. I can uh, equally. Um, uh, evenly um, separate with my sister. Uh, like I do this thing, and my sister did another things. But most likely is uh, I have her to do it a lot. But uh, for me, I will uh, ask for my mom for the help. So actually, most most of the housework is done by my mom. Right. Wow. You see, gender equality needs to start at home. You know, the brother may not have to be the smarter person. Girls can be just as smart. Is not smarter, but wearing heels too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I think it really is important for you guys to come onto the common room, open space, speak about this, speak up about it, and also maybe just even start a conversation at home. Maybe try to convince your parents that hey, maybe it's our brother's turn to do some household chores, and then I can go out and play some football, or <laughs> you know, mm. something to just experiment and see how that goes. I think that's a very important first step. To a proper change to our world, let's make that happen. Yeah.
Definitely. Awesome. Well, we just heard from Toby, Casey, Stephanie from Pentecostal Lam Hong Kong School. Thank you so much for coming to Open Space. We really, really appreciate your time and your effort in doing all the research. And we hope to see you again soon with a more fair, balanced world very soon. All right. Sure. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Common Room with Alison Howe.